Welcome to episode two of Biz Talk with Bill Roy. Our goal is to make this a podcast to provide you with insight into the people, places, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for checking us out. First, a note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal available today. We're celebrating the companies chosen as best in business for 2017. 16 companies were honored at a luncheon Thursday, including nine-time best in business finalist, Voice Products. Five companies were named overall winners. We list them all along with the company and CEO profiles in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Speaking of events, the 20th 40 Under 40 event coming up later this month, June 22nd. Get those reservations in at wichitabusinessjournal.com. It's always a good time. And our list this week, the area's largest auction firms. We had a lot of interest in last week's big story called Are You Underpaid? Some jobs in Wichita pay higher than the national average, many are lower. But one thing about it, our cost of living is lower, giving us greater purchasing power. You can check out that story on our website too. A word of appreciation here, BizTalk with Bill Roy, sponsored by Equity Bank. Thanks, Equity. Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal BizTalk podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories. This week, part two of my recent conversation with Wichita Mayor Jeff Longwell. In episode one, the mayor talked about the process to keep Cargill in Wichita, development along the river, and making other changes such as Century 2 and the new library. We also talked about Wichita's quality of life. In episode two, I asked him about his message for owners of small and medium-sized businesses. We talk about his plans for the future, and we continue our discussion about living in Wichita. How does Wichita keep its great quality of life while growing and changing? Can we do both? You talked about uh, quality of life is incredibly important to you. It's also important to those young leaders that we've been talking to over the last couple of years. The reason they stayed in Wichita was because it would be a great place to raise a family and they're just starting or about to start their families. Uh, Some of them left Wichita and decided to come back when it was time to raise a family. So there's there's one side of it. We want to keep that that appeal. Mm -hmm. But also we talk about uh, we want to do some of the things that maybe Oklahoma City has done and some other cities uh, of similar size. And some people are concerned that, well, if we do a lot of that stuff, maybe we'll lose some of the quality of life stuff. Can we do both of them at the same time? No question. I, no question. Number one, we're blessed to have a large geographical area where you can have communities within communities. I mean, when we talk about developing our downtown, which I think is critically important, I think that's in itself almost one community inside of a community. When you look out at some of our wonderful suburbs, that provides people a whole different set of opportunities. We're building a 100-acre urban wetland park at 29th and Mays Road. It's going to be the neatest wetland park in any urban setting in the U.S. And again, um, because just simply the fact that we are uh, we don't have restrictions like mountains budding up against us, so mm-hmm. it, it does allow us to do some neat things, and we do have a large um, geographical area that just provides the right opportunity 
So if you uh, are looking for a very specific lifestyle, I'll argue you can find that in Wichita, Kansas. Whether you are a billionaire, like we have a few of them that live here, mm-hmm. that have found a comfortable, carved out area to call home, or whether you are a millennial that wants to live in a cool urban setting, we're now finding that carved out space. And so we have something for everyone and they can coexist. And I'll, I'll say um, thrive off of each other because I think there is some synergy that takes place and, and having the, the, the sheer numbers and volumes of people certainly make a difference. And you'd be amazed how many people of diverse backgrounds have similar interests when it comes to cultural opportunities and quality of life aspects of a community. You probably saw recently when we did our report uh, with the help of our national folks about the small business vitality rankings, uh, more than 12,000 small businesses in the Wichita area accounting for about 25% of the private sector uh, salaries in the Wichita area. Um, The overall ranking out of 106 metro areas, about 94. However, that's a 10-point jump from the previous year, 104 to 94. It seems like there's some progress going on there. Um, what did you think when you saw those, those numbers? So, I, I, I mean, those kinds of things um, mean, have tremendous meaning to, to me personally. One, I come from a small business background. I'm proud of the fact that I helped grow a company from five employees to 85 employees during my um, years of helping to run a graphics company and and getting people engaged so that we've really made an effort for the first time in the history of Wichita we have uh, significantly contributed to um, Ray Frederick and and the Wichita Independent Business Association group and they're aggressively seeking out opportunities to help small businesses specifically and and they made some headway last year and I think you're seeing some of the fruits of their labor pay dividends and and with this whole focus on let's getting back to that uh, entrepreneurial spirit and innovation and what the partnerships growing targets perfectly with those kinds of opportunities and that's a it's a great way. I, you know, I, I said the other day, I, you know, we're proud of the fact that we will, we will grow our own jobs. We have a rich history here of upstarts that have been very successful. The Pizza Huts, obviously, and Coleman, and, and there's several more that we can cite that um, have, a, have a start in Wichita and have prospered nationally. Well, we can duplicate that again, and, and you're starting to see those efforts right now. And, Certainly, the, with the focus of the of again the partnership, uh, WIBA, the Innovation Campus, what Dr. Bardo and John Tomlin are doing, all add to that, and and certainly seeing those trends. And I'll, I'll say, I I fully expect that line to grow much more rapidly in the next five years. All right. Obviously, thousands of people who are working in uh, the Wichita area in small and medium-sized businesses. Thousands of people are owning and running those businesses. What's your message for those men and women who run small and medium-sized businesses in the Wichita area? Well, one, 
we care about you and we want to make sure that we develop an entire support network that uh, is there to help you be successful because we know when you're successful our community is successful and and certainly just letting them understand that we acknowledge you we care about your future we care about our future together and and that's a big part of the battle i think that there were years that people just felt like we only care about you know the large employers that have five ten fifteen thousand people working for them that's not the case we have a we're developing an entire support network that can help people in fact in one instance last year they're pretty proud of the fact that they took a entrepreneur that had zero employees and allowed them to grow to like three employees well they just tripled their workforce mm-hmm. right but it all starts with small companies like that right we've had some surprises in the past we talk about you know boeing that was pretty quick when they exited town um the Beechcraft uh bankruptcy kind of caught people by surprise no question. um what have you done in your two years of course you were on the council before that but in your two years as mayor what have you done to sort of try to head off those surprises and establish relationships with these business uh, leaders and owners that that could have a big impact on this area well we we have the right people in place and so we are uh, having those conversations on a regular basis now I mean I can tell you um, the um, CEO of Spirit I would consider him a friend of mine and, and building those relationships are critically important. I'm the first mayor in the history of Wichita, forget politics, that has sat down every single month since I've been mayor with Coke. And, I, and I'm a firm believer that you build relationships long before you reach your hand out and say, I need help here. Right. And so it, I'm really focusing on building those relationships and staying in touch with those companies. Scott Rigby is our assistant city manager tasked with economic development. We have already set up a series of tours where we just go and tour companies in town. And we have one that we're getting ready to do that's a um, metal finishing company that um, you wouldn't even know. They're quiet. They don't have a big presence but we made sure that we know that they're important to Wichita and, and open those lines of communications. And so we're, we're putting a, a very deliberate effort into building relationships and taking tours of established businesses in the Wichita, in the Wichita area. And the other thing I want to add is it, it's not just Wichita. I, if you're Bel Air or, or Derby or even Newton or Hutchinson, you're part of our team. And if you're successful, we're successful. I, I like to use the analogy that, you know, we are larger than Cleveland, Ohio. We now surpass Cleveland and Wichita proper. But until we help our neighbors be more successful, we're not going to feel like a big metropolitan area. And I think that's important. That takes us to that next level where there truly is something for everyone. One of the things you've done uh, that uh, uh, previous mayors sometimes haven't done, uh, haven't done for a while anyway, every Thursday morning you have a news conference. Uh, you're on radio stations and, and uh, talk to TV stations on a regular basis. Why did you, it, it, it's, it's apparent that that was a conscious no decision question. by you to do right. that. Why, why did you decide to do that? 
Well, one, I have some really smart people that I have surrounded myself with that uh, understand the importance of communications, and we're really focusing on that. And we said we're going to be as open and transparent as we can possibly be. And so we, we started the weekly press conferences some weeks. They're pretty slow weeks. We almost have to um, make the news. <laughs> but we... <laughs> It's not fake news. It's, it's not the, fake it's news. The real Sometimes news. we just make it, though. <laughs> um, you know, but it's just critically important. You know, I, I sat on a school board for 12 years, and every year we would hold a retreat to say this is what's most important to us, to make sure we're focusing on you know, not just student achievement but the process to get there. And every year, no question, smart people would come together and say, we got to figure out how to improve communications with our parents and students. It's the same way with the city. We have to continually to work at how can we improve communications, especially now in the day where people can get their news a thousand different ways and social media, I think, or I sometimes refer to it as anti-social media, <laughs> um, provides opportunities but a number of challenges and so we have to really work at getting our message out and so i we do the weekly press conference rain or shine if i'm out of town we'll find a council member to fill in and uh, and we continue that we have continued that for for since the week i was sworn in as mayor i slowly started getting invited onto these radio stations i was doing a radio station another one would call and say hey mayor we We'd like for you to come on our show, and I said yes, and now it's turned into four regular uh, scheduled radio events a week with a fifth one thrown in there intermittently, and, and it's um, challenging sometimes to fit all of those in and a busy schedule, but I, I enjoy it, and it's, uh, I get comments all the time. Mayor, we heard you on this radio program in the morning and we love it it's we tune in just to get the latest on what's happening in wichita mm -hmm. and so, some of them as you know make it light-hearted and they make it entertaining and some of them just like to pick on the mayor <laughs> but uh but it's still a great communications tool and and i'm we're, we're going to continually try and work on how do we communicate with the public you have had some victories, obviously Cargill and, and some other things, and it looks like there may be some more coming down the line. But what's keeping you up at night? You know, I, truly the hardest thing for me to do, and, and I've had multiple conversations with city manager and some council members, and the hardest thing for us to really do and all of the efforts that we're doing is really capture what is the real voice of our community. How do you really know this is what your community wants? Collectively, it's almost impossible. It's, it's such a difficult task. And I continually wonder, are we, are we taking the right steps? Are we making the right moves? Um, I get it that every time we vote, we potentially are going to make someone unhappy. Mm -hmm. But trying to truly understand the community and get in their head, so to speak, so we fully recognize we're doing the kinds of things is very difficult to do. How do you fully capture the community's voice? 
You're a couple of years into this, a couple of years you're going to run again? So if things continue to go the direction they're going in, I fully intend to do at least one more term. I, again, there's some big plans. I want to see this community to grow and, and, and grow that built environment. And when you have some potentially four or $500 million projects that, that you know are are in the pipeline somewhere. I, I, want, I want to be a part of that challenge. I want to be a part of helping our community achieve some of those goals and make it a better place. And at the end of the day, that's probably the thing that gives me the most satisfaction. It's almost seeing you do something, building something with your hands and seeing it come to fruition. There's a, um, a real sense of pride and accomplishment, and I'm not finished yet. I'm, I only look old and tired, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. I, I, there's more to do, and I want to be in the middle of it. You've been a school board member. You've been a city councilman. Now you're mayor. That, you I have aspirations so I'm beyond. At the, I'm at the end of my political career. My wife has, and I agree with her. <laughs> I mean, we uh, said a long time ago, that we can do anything we want to do politically, and I say we because it's a team. We can do anything we want to do politically as long as it doesn't take us out of Wichita. I've been asked when openings came up, you know, maybe, Mayor, you got to go replace Pompeo. I've said, no, no way, thank you, I'm flattered. But uh, so, so we really are. There's, there's nothing else that we want to do that's in my heart that we want to do. I had some people say, would you run for governor? No, I wouldn't run for governor. But I'm glad there are people that want to, and I'm glad that we have good people that want to. That's just not in my DNA. And, um, yeah, and I've always said um, local politics is where you can can make a difference and do the most good and maybe I'm a little selfish in that respect I want to be able to have that impact on my community that I was born in raised in loved dearly and uh, so I'm I'm at the end of my political life I hope I'm got years left in me but Mm -hmm. I'm at the end of my political life Mayor thanks appreciate it thank you I've enjoyed it Next week, Episode 3, my guest is the president of the Greater Wichita Partnership, Jeff Fleur. He gives us an update on what the partnership is focusing on these days. One area is talent attraction and retention. He brought along the new talent specialist for the partnership, Leah Lavender. That's coming up next week in Episode 3. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest. Well, that's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. On behalf of the Wichita Business Journal, thanks for listening. Thanks also to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week. 